This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Murdu Buisi is a performance by the Poetics Collective, which is within Verses, that focuses on Malaysian poetry in the Malay language, set to music by Malaysian composers. The performance will feature the work of local poets, including the, that of the late Sastrawan Nagara Usman Awang, and also other living Malaysian poets, and we promise insights from some of the poets and composers too during the recital. Now, aiming to promote the art song genre among Malaysians, while also fostering the art of poetry, writing and appreciation, in the Malay language. The concert also features a selection of lagu rakyat, or folk songs arranged in the classical music style. So today on the show, I'm joined by Scott Wu. He is the project director for the Poetics Collective and also Kairunisa Diana Muhammad Noor. She's a soprano and a lecturer at the Conservatory of Music at the College of Creative Arts at UITM. They both join me now to share more. Welcome everyone. How are you today? Hi, Juliet. I'm good. Hi, Juliet. Yeah, I'm good too. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. Scott, lovely to have you on the show. And Karinisa, welcome to the show. Lovely to have you here. So this sounds like a really lovely performance. I can't wait to hear more about it. Um, so of course, Scott, you know, we've we've caught up before to talk about verses, to talk about the Madrigal, uh, KL Madrigal singers. But this is something new, isn't it? The project, uh, sorry, the Poetics Collective. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, this is one of the other arms within the versus uh, group that I've mentioned, where we focus and dedicate the, to the performance of art song, which is essentially songs that are based on poems, poetry. So uh, and it's mainly from the Western uh, tradition. However, now it's gaining popularity in Asia, in China, Malaysia, Indonesia as well. And in Malaysia specifically, it is still quite at uh, quite early stage. So this year, the collective uh, has uh, scheduled this performance. We're going to kickstart the year with this one that focuses on Malaysian poet, Malaysian poetry, Malay poetry, and Malaysian composers. Okay, lovely. And, and maybe you can tell us the significance of art songs. Um, I guess, you know, a little brief history, maybe, if you can, you know, in the various languages, how is it that these sorts of art songs actually reflect cultural heritage? Yeah, so it's it's a type of vocal composition that's based on literature and poetry. So it gained popularity, especially uh, in Germany uh, during the 18th century thereabouts. Of course, prior to that, even during Shakespeare's time, there were already music that are based on Shakespeare's text. So uh, by definition, I would group them all together as art songs. So songs that are based on poetry. So because poetry itself is a fine literature language, so that gives you a flavor of the music that goes with it. And what's interesting about art song is often, as opposed to opera, where there's a character, art song are poems that open up the interpretation to the listener, to the singers, and for the composers as well. So it is not uncommon that you may have the same poem set to different music by different composers of different times. And yet you can see this, the same text take on a totally different flavor depending on the perspective of the composers. 
And that also gives freedom to the performers. For instance, Karunisa singing this song. She sees the poetry in this angle, coupled with the music by the composer. Then she can bring additional layers. So it has, it's a very high culture product that has many um, interwoven perspectives uh, other than what's on the surface itself. Okay, and and it's it's really wonderful because um, you know you're highlighting Malaysian poetry, of course, right? And and you know, Karunisa, maybe I can ask you, what would you say distinguishes Malaysian poetry, uh, and you know, in the Malay language, right, from maybe the other traditions that you might be familiar with? You know, how does it lend itself to musical adaptation? Um, I think some of the um, because I am actually very interested in um, Basim Layu, poem in Basim Layu, and also I have um, uh, one album that. Uh, consists of um, folk songs. Folk songs, if you know, um, we have such as um, types of like Pantone, Saja. So um, in this recital, a recital, I think it's quite interesting because I'm also going to bring, uh, to sing um, Malay folk songs. Songs like Ana Ayam, Ana Odeng, um, Lompat Sita Tak Lompat. But it is all um, com- uh, rearranged in an um, in art song manner. So you have a beautifully um, arrangement by um, uh, a Belgium composer and also performer, Gilbert de Grief. So he actually comp- uh, arranged all this um, folk song and um, put it in a book and also in a CD so that I think everybody, everyone in Malaysia can know about our folk songs and also can understand. And also it gives up um, a bit a different um, setup, different um, flavor to the to the to the listeners, to the audience, yeah. Okay, and and I really, I mean, I really, really, I've not heard of anything like this before, so I'm really quite excited mm-hmm. to to hear more about it. And talk to me a little bit about, you know, selecting the poets and the composers that are featured in Merdu Puisi. You know, what is it, I guess, what criteria did you use when you were, you know, trying to select the works? Um, because um, actually it was... Um, I think it was during PKP and I was like, um, I, I think, and I, back on my um, my journey in singing, I've been singing a lot of songs in foreign language, in German, in French, and also in um, Indonesian art songs. So I was like, okay, that's it. I need to do something in Basra Melayu because I, yeah, I teach my students in other language, but I want to hear in my hallway or in, in the studio, um, uh, students, people sing in Basa Melayu. So I was like, okay, that's it. We have to do something. So I talked to my friends. Okay, do you, do you have any songs that you already composed? And back in, I think, previous years, I think one of my uh, colleagues um, uh, shared with me, okay, do you want to perform this song? I compose it for piano and voice. So I was like, okay, this is interesting because it's something new that that in Basa Melayu that I can perform and uh, with the with the classical genre so I was like mm. and then I asked uh, another, a few composers around Malaysia whether they have composed this kind of style so they have and they give to me um, their songs and I, I I listen to it I look at it and it's it's quite interesting with the with the poem from um, Usman Awang you do it um, you arrange it in a in a classical songs in a in a different ways for you to to give support to it so i um that is how i started um um uh, having this um collection of songs um for my album and also for the recital yeah okay, okay. for a bit of context juliet yeah. the in the malaysian composing original music circle there's already uh, quite some art song in mandarin by malaysian composers okay. yeah. in fact however in the malay language it's not 
as many yet. Mm. That's why Karunisa's effort is to uh, let's let's uh, talk to living composers, current composers, and see what we can do to enrich. I think the objective here is really enrich the artistic landscape and the avail- available choices within the Malaysian society. And then Malay language in itself is is so nice to sing. The, mm. the vowels are just beautiful. It's, so we we talk about our songs in German, Italian, French. However, the, the Malay language itself actually sits very well in a, in a Western classical style of vocal singing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that, that's why I, I think her project uh, that, that she um, drived for in this Merdu Puisi was really a, a great effort. And also, which is why we, we focus it as the first show for our, our year in 2024. Okay, no, excellent, excellent. And, and were there, I guess, any challenges that you encountered in sort of translating the poetry into music, you know, uh, anything like that that you had to overcome? Um, I think um, in terms of the performance, um, because it's in um, in a poem, it's it's unlike operas where you need to have like a very dramatic character. performance um, character. You have sometimes you become a maid, you can be a princess and bird. You are <laughs> projecting that, that character in your performance. But in art song, you have to project yourself and you have to really understand the poem, the text, the metaphor behind it and the story that you can bring um, so that the audience can actually capture the and uh, the atmosphere, the vibe. So I the I think the challenges is actually to understand the poem. But for me, um, I think because it's in Bahasa Melayu, it's it actually helps. <laughs> yeah, it actually helps a lot because I need to like um I just need because I already um I already know the words that are the meaning of the words so I can just interpret it um express the words and the performance unlike um in foreign language I have to like memorize the translation yeah, yeah memorize the translation so I think the audience can actually relate with the performance because they understand it. Because at first, when I want to do this album, these recitals, it's actually for my family when they came, when they come to watch my recitals because they always um, came to watch. They need to read the program book to understand why, what am <laughs> yeah. I singing? It's in Italian. But but now, my mom can understand. My kids can understand why I'm <laughs> singing. So, yeah, it's actually it's actually quite fun because I can bring something that relate to them, relate to the community. Okay, okay. And, and you mentioned earlier Lagu Rakyat, right? So those were the songs that you were talking about, right? And that's going to also be in a classical music setting, yes? Yes, it's, it's, it's going oh, wow. to be um, uh, arranged in an art song manner. So you have a beautifully um, arrangement for the pianist and also for the singer. Because in art song, one of the elements that can construct the art song is actually um, you have to um, balance between the pianist and also the singer because both are performer. The pianist is also soloist not just accompaniment for in the in the performance so he they are also the uh, the soloist and also the singer so both needs to play important roles have a good communication have a good balance not only balance in terms of sound but also balance in terms of giving the good atmosphere to the audience whether not to like uh, take role both are important role Okay. So whenever the composer composes art song, they they have also to take note that um, the pianist needs to have some beautiful melody, not only just playing chords, because they are also soloists in the art song um, performance. Okay, and and you do of course have a wonderful uh, pianist, uh, Tengku Muhammad Hadif, right? Maybe Scott, you want to tell us a little bit about him. 
Oh uh, yeah, thank you, Muhammad Hadif. is a is a young pianist, a kawaii artist, in fact, and is a friend of Kairunisa. So this is the first time the the, the collective works with him, and uh, very much looking forward to that. Uh, Karunisa, maybe you want to add some more info about uh, Hadif? Um, he is actually one of my students. When you, uh, he's actually very young. Okay, so it's quite <laughs> interesting to work with a young generation. You can work in terms of the communication, how they think, how they communicate. But it's actually very. Very interesting, and I think he he can go very far. And I love to work with these new pianists to know how they um, um discover about the song, how they work with the people. Yeah, I, and um with Hadif because he is young, he is always allowed uh, um the communication the communication between us is always good because we always we, we communicate. Very energetic, yes. <laughs> he brings a very different yellow energy right, to the whole thing as well, especially since you're talking yes. about kind of traditional music and, and traditional poetry and things like that. Do you, mm. would you guys be able to give us a, a, a kind of a brief sort of like a hint of what sort of music uh, or what poetry and songs we're going to hear when we come, uh, when we come watch you guys? Give me your favorites yeah, from the program. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we, I like all of them. Because of course. They're great. And I think we should. Malaysian product. I'm so proud of being a Malaysian to see this project. And one of the ones I really like was uh, Enigma Hati, and it's composed by one of the composer Marzlan Saleh. And I like it because the it is um, the 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 language itself is 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 really smooth, smooth like butter, and it brings out the 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 idea of the poetry very cleanly. And but more so because the he's also the composer for the song. So I think he really uh, took into account um, the Western classical music elements. So this, the piece that the, the Enigma Hati, which I like a lot, is that the, from the beginning to the end, there's a lot of variation. Things changes throughout. So it's not. So if you listen to the first few, first few minutes, you think, oh, that's it. No, they move again. Then mm-hmm. oh, it change again. There's twists and turns. So that's one thing I I like about uh, this piece. And in fact, for most of the piece in the program, you do you do see this. Um, this trash, uh, this trajectory where it, it sets you up as something, but then things changes as the mood and the text changes. The other piece that I like is uh, "Sa Indah Lautan." Uh, it's by uh, it's a poem by Haja Asnam and a compo- composition by Alia Farahin. And I like that the text uh, starts off like quite melancholy and she talks about the waves and the ocean. But we all know waves and oceans are not always just calm. So as the song goes, you hear the, the different sides of the wave and oh, ocean. Nice. And I, I think that's, that, that speaks to me very well. I like it a lot. Okay. How about you, Karenisa? Yeah, Karenisa, what are um, your two? Yeah. And, I, and if I have to choose, um, I think I will choose um, Lagu Satu and Lagu Lima uh, because the poem is actually very simple. The text is actually very simple. But um, for me, um, with everything that happens around the world, I can really connect the text and the melody the text um, is actually simple like jeritan bisikan degupan hembusan but when I sing it with a beautiful melody um, uh, by uh, from Tazo Tajudin I can really express my emotion with the images that happens around the world currently and it really touched my heart and I can be a bit emotional when I sing it <laughs> Oh, lovely, lovely. And, and how have you been perform, you know, per, uh, preparing for this, right? Uh, what are the rehearsal, uh, what is the rehearsal process like? What's it been like for you? Um, uh, I think we've started this about, um, I think last year around August, I've been practicing rehearsal because I, I have a few recitals before um, with this Merdu, uh, Merdu Puisi. And at first it was just like an understanding the poem, the songs with Hadith. And then we 
every once a month we practice, we rehearse, and I think in if we are having um uh, nearer to the shows, we have like two three times rehearsals, but not too much because I also have to take care of the voice. Yeah, yeah, of course, life, <laughs> right? Life. I think it's also giving the 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 periodical type of meetup. Is very good and useful for art. So again, it's because this is up to interpretation. There might be news in the world that affects how you view a poem. Mm. Like six months ago, you may sing it like this, but six months later, at the current time, you might have a different inspiration to take on it. And this is what quite art song is so fun. Yeah. It, it really gives you the artistic avenue to to express. And again, with with the piano, we usually call the pianist the collaborative pianist, not an accompanist. So the pianist. Also can can also relate from the musical. For instance, there's a musical feature. The pianist also had the chance. Okay, the music is as such. Why is it as such? So he can also refer to the text. Maybe the certain feature is like a waterfall, but maybe a certain pianistic um, expression is relate to some other emotion. So there, there's a lot of uh, this interpretation, um, like a free pass for you as an artist to really express. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, important. Yeah, because I mean, actually, you took the right the next question right out of my mouth. I was going to say, you know, what are the personal connections or experiences that you know that the artists bring to the repertoire? How does it inform your interpretation for the music and the poetry, uh, Karunisa? I mean, how how has it been like for you? Um, I think um, some of the, like I mentioned, some of the poem are quite um, intimate for me mm. when I understand it, especially in Enigma Hati. Um, at first, I thought it's just a conversation, um, a sharing session with your lovers with any problems. But at the end of the day, when we understand the text thoroughly, it's actually how you connect with the higher power of your God. If you have any problems, you should always seek um you can always seek to your God, pray to to give you strength and to give you um to help you a lot. So it's almost like a yeah, like a different sort of energy. There's a different yeah, different realm, I guess. You know, giving you energy, a different being, yeah, that you, gives you yes. energy for what you are performing. Okay, excellent. Yes. So it sounds the, like the the, pro, the program in the recital itself, the poem also has quite several elements. So you have, for instance, like the one by Usman Awan is Korban Tanah Air. So it's about loss of comrades, mm. and then you have, you have so there's many different topics. So it's not just about love or about the, mm. the, the beliefs. Actually, there's many different topics that are within the recital. So so I think audience will really get a different flavor okay. of uh, how, how Malay poetry can be. Okay. And it's wonderful because like you said, we will understand everything that we're hearing. That's so great, right? <laughs> you don't yes. have to refer to the notes to find out what, <laughs> yeah, what this beautiful music is all about. So that's really exciting. And it's, so, you know, for anyone who's never sort of been for a performance like this, right? You know, just, just, just one last question. Uh, can you paint a picture of what they will come experience when they come watch Merdu Puisi? I think the first one is to know that these are very small and intimate, intimate settings. So it's not like going to KL Pack or DPAC where you have 300 people. No. We're talking about maybe 50 people. Mm -hmm. So you have all the safety distance that you have. It's going to be a calmer mood setting. And the stage is just very simple. It's a nice grand piano, a pianist and a singer. And then the poetry will be made available to the audience even before the recital. So you at least get a chance to read through it. And then maybe have, uh, find your own um, liking to some of the poetry that you might want to pay extra attention during the recital. 
And then the recital itself is Kairunisa and Hadith expressing their views. Uh, but as I mentioned, poetry is up for interpretation. So in fact, uh, audience may, be, may have a chance that they feel, through the poetry, they might have a perception of how the song would be. Mm-hmm. But when they hear the performance, it might be the same, yeah. or it might be totally different. And that would be some, something interesting for them to explore. And then, for instance, certain poetry might uh, reach happy, but if the music gives you a, a sad undertone, then it, you know that there's a lot of interplay there. Mm. There are a lot of subtext uh, that, that, that they can, can be projected through. And I think audience, if they come, then they get a chance to, to explore their, their own sensitivity to text. And it's a very, it's a quiet, calm environment, uh, relaxing, and then with uh, poem by poem that we present. And I think one more thing that we, we really uh, focus on is to, to add in the lagu rakyat. Mm-hmm. Because even though they are also in a classical manner, but by, na- by virtue of folk song, their, their, their nature is quite different from poetry. And both are in Malay language. So through this recital, so audience get a chance to see how the different texts, uh, even though in the classical vocal styles, can really bring out different uh, elements and vi- vibes to, to, the, to the listeners. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So really recommended, you know, for anyone, right? Even if you've never been for any sort of like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah? Sure. definitely, right? Give it a chance. <laughs> give it a chance. Give it a chance. Kairunisa, you know what? Anything you'd like to add to what Scott just said, you know, about what uh, what the what the audience will experience when they come see you perform? Um, yeah, I think it's about time. If you like, have this like um, scared um, ex- um, emotion to listen to classical music, then it's about time for you to come because this music. I know some music can be a little bit. Um, um, it's quite a big, yeah, new. yeah, new. Um, but um, because of the language, I think you can relate to it. You can understand it well, and also, um, um, because of the Malay folk song, we have it. It's a new, um, new, new, uh, new vibes for you to listen to folk songs that you listen in yeah. school that everybody can yes. come to the recital. Even kids can relate to it. Even my kids love the songs. I've been singing it um, <laughs> at home. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think whenever, yeah. So I think um, people in Malaysia could, should come and we give you options for you to hear something different from what every day you listen. Okay, because um, that's why it's in Bahasa Melayu. We want to give you options. Um, you have this kind of genre that you can um, you can listen to. Maybe you will like it. Maybe you can um, um, appreciate it because you have never heard before. So come and listen to it. Yeah. Okay. And, Support local. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's unfortunately, it's only for one night, you know, it's happening on Saturday, <laughs> the 2nd of March uh, at 8pm. It's happening over at the Malaysian Institute of Art City Campus in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. And uh, yeah. ticket prices are, uh, tickets are priced at 45 ringgit and 30 ringgit for concessions. And you can purchase your tickets at cloudjoy.com. That's cloudjoy.com. But of course, for more information, you can always head to versuspj.com or follow them at Instagram dot com slash the poet the poetics collective uh, and uh, some beautiful uh, yeah some beautiful clips there of you know some of the rehearsals I saw really really lovely so you can get a sneak peek of what's coming up on the second yeah so come support some local music uh, in a different style a style I don't think we've ever seen here in Malaysia so again uh, do get your tickets at cloudjoy.com uh, my thanks again to both of my guests I was speaking to Scott Wu the project director for the poetics collective and Kairunisa Diana Muhammad Noor a soprano who will be performing in Merdu Puisi 
She's also a lecturer at the Conservatory of Music at the College of Creative Arts in UITM. If you miss any part of our chat today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.